Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough. And we keep meaning to do Appliance Fridays on the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And we're still not doing it because... Uh... <laughs> because we keep finding recipes that we fall in love with and we have to share them. Yeah, I was gone all this last week. I was out in Denver shooting videos for Craftsy. More about that soon. And um, by myself, and Bruce was here at home, and he found this recipe, and so he made them, and I came home, and they were here, and well, here we are on a podcast. And these are halva cookies, and I got inspired to make them because Mark had told me about this Otto Lange recipe that was going around the internet for... Oh, what are you, an old man going around the internet? Well, it was. It was on the intertubes. It was for halva brownies, and I thought, those sound great. I have to look them up. And basically, he just made brownies, and he, like, dropped halva chunks under the top, and they baked in. And, well, that's lovely. That's not what I was expecting. I wanted something where halva was in it as part of the batter. So I came up with these halva cookies, and they're crunchy, and they taste like halva. Okay, before we get started here making this thing, um, let's say what halva is. Halva is a sweet um, ground sesame seed paste. And that means, notice at home, kids, that means you cannot use tahini. No, tahini's unsweetened, and that's like peanut butter made from sesame seeds. Right. Halva is a chalky compacted, crumbly, Oh, you're making it sound so delicious. Made of sugar and sesame seeds. Compacted and crumbly. Oh, it is good, though. Mm, it's mm, a delicious, mm, mm, delicious mm. Middle Eastern sweet. Mm, mm, and your cement conglomerate. I, well, I, it acts like a cement conglomerate once it's inside you, but well, that's another matter. That's a whole other matter. <laughs> but it's, you know, if you get it in a Middle Eastern store where they have giant wheels of it, like Parmesan, and they... Cut it into chunks for Those you. wacky Middle Easterners. And you'll actually see it seeping in weeping oil, which you know it's really good. You know, sometimes when I go to the beach, I seep and weep oil. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Especially after a night of French fries. And halva. <laughs> French fries and halva together at last. So it's a, anyway, it's a candy. It's often sold in confectionery places in the yeah. supermarket. Like if I just walked into the, my run-of-the-mill supermarket, am I going to find this? You will probably find it where you'll find the tahini, because um, they're often put in the same place. Uh, let me refine, refrain that. Am I going to find it in rural New England when I walk into the supermarket? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes okay. you'll find it. Um, if you don't see it where there's tahini, you might want to go look in the candy aisle, and sometimes it comes actually in bars. Oh, can like- I substitute Snickers bars <laughs> for the halva? <laughs> no. But there actually there's a company, the Joya, that makes... Chocolate-covered marshmallows and jelly rings, and they also make halva. So sometimes it's available in bar form. Don't buy the chocolate-covered jelly rings. That sounds <laughs> disgusting. So this recipe is going to use... You did not grow up in a Jewish house. N- n- no, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> so um, so this recipe is going to use uh, halva, this candy, and it's going to make super crunchy cookies, right? These are oh, crazy. Oh, these are really crunchy. They're kind of even... Harder than really good graham crackers. They were a little thicker than that. Imagine like those British tea biscuits that you actually have to oh, soak yes, in tea. British them. tea or, the, or an Italian biscotti that you it's so hard you have to dip them in wine to eat them. Mamma mia. So the, <laughs> you're going to have to make some good <laughs> Turkish coffee to dip them. Oh, I can't do that. I, the <laughs> Turkish, I can't. Uh, I can't. Or it's a Moroccan tea. So I'm going to line two large <laughs> baking sheets, let's say 13 by 18, with parchment paper. But I, can I use Silpat? You can use Silpat. It's a lot easier and you could do that. And so you got your oven going, the Silpat's, and I'm going to take out the mixer and get it started. 
because I'm going to mix the halva and the sugar and a little salt together with the paddle just to get them really well blended and crumbly. It'll break the halva up and it'll mix with the sugar. Okay, this is 10 ounces of halva, two-thirds a cup of granulated white sugar and a half teaspoon of salt. And it is, it, it's the, the machine isn't making any kind of paste out of it. So it's just making a, a coarse sandy kind of melange from oh, the halva and the sugar. Melange. Yeah, the halva is dry enough that it'll just be broken up by the paddle and mixed with the sugar. Right. And it's actually getting there. It doesn't take very long. This is just happening. And then we're going to, to that, once that is all broken up, we're going to add a combination of untoasted sesame oil. How much? We have a quarter cup. Okay. And we're going to have two tablespoons of milk and two teaspoons of vanilla. Now, I have more milk out because if it, if it needs it to form into a good dough, we'll have extra milk. Not at this stage. No. How long do I keep doing this? How oh, it's almost ready. I would say about another 30 seconds. So and you this just will be want ready. a grainy paste. A, a grain of wheat yeah. paste. Yeah, a dry, like a dry cream of wheat. Okay. And now you're going to pour in those liquids while it's going. And you can see it's actually starting to, that is getting smooth now. That's getting wet and pasty and smooth. And that's what we want. Okay, at this point, we're going to add the flour, and it's two cups of all-purpose flour. And I suppose that that can dry out this dough pretty quickly, as I put it in here. But I'm going to turn the mixer off and put it in, and uh, now turn it on low to avoid a flour dust storm. <laughs> and yeah, the, you're looking for the flour to get absorbed and to make just a, a crumbly dough that will hold together. It has to hold together because we have to roll it out. Right. And if it doesn't hold together, how will I know that since well, you made these before? you'll see it sort of coming together in lumps of dough. So turn the machine off. That's good. And now we're going to feel it. And if it doesn't squeeze together and hold, then we have to add a little bit more milk okay. and turn it back on, which I think we should do. This feels a little dry to me. Okay. Now I want to go back before all that happens and say, we added untoasted sesame oil, and that is a very specialty product. And most people won't know what that is. Untoasted sesame oil. Yeah. It's a, it's a delicious, not very nutty oil. Um, it's rich and it tastes a little bit like sesame, but it's not like the Chinese stuff. And you probably need to go to Whole Foods or a specialty market or if you live near a Middle Eastern market. It is vaguely blonde in color, yeah. vaguely gold, hardly gold. If you can't find it, almond oil will work great. And you could even find that at probably at your local supermarket. Yeah, almond oil is a trick too. And let me just say this before we go on. Almond oil goes rancid very, very quickly. So when you get your almond oil home, it tends not – well. At first, it tends not to move off the store shelves too quickly. So when you get it home, just open it up almost immediately, even before you start these cookies. Open it up, give it a whiff, see what it smells like. If it smells rancid, go back to the store for a full refund. If it smells clean and vaguely like almonds, then put it in the fridge and store it there. Yeah, I got a suggestion. Why don't you just open it after you pay for it when you're still like in your oh, car at the store. Oh, so that way you don't have to drive back. Oh, why don't you just open it at the, at the checkout stand like an old lady. Open I it, bought this. Open it down in the aisle before you oh, can put it in your cart. God. And if it smells good, you buy it. And if no, it doesn't, you put it back. No, no. You cannot open the almond oil in the aisle of the store. The little ladies are doing that right now, but you cannot do that. You are not allowed unless, you know, you take your dentures out every morning and put them in a glass. <laughs> oh, I like it. You take them out every morning so that means you have to <laughs> be all night and spend the day without them yeah that's well, nice this dough looks great now so now let's turn this off and we're going to take the dough out of the mixer 
And we're going to plop it down on the counter okay. and cut it in half. And it's going to get divided in half, and we're going to roll each half into an 8-inch rectangle. Now, 8 by 10. 8 by 10-inch rectangle. So as I roll this thing out, it's... It's just a beautiful uh, moist dough. It's a little oily, which is a good thing. Okay. And don't worry about the thickness because 8 by 10 will give you the right thick thickness, which in the end is probably between an eighth and a quarter of an inch. But just worry about 8 by 10, and it doesn't have to be exact. You don't have to get out you know, the right angles here. Oh, just, it I could like be, right angles. It could just be approximately 8 by 10. Oh, I and, like right angles. <laughs> excellent. And I then, like a firm bowel movement. Yeah, well, <laughs> with a right angle. Seek medical attention. So we're going to use this pizza roller to cut these, or you can also use a I'm board sorry. scraper, or you could use a knife. I'm still I not to a cooking podcast that's talking about bowel movements. That's just with delicious. right angles. That's great. Excellent. So yes, yeah, so we're going to cut these into two inch squares, as you and said. then we're going to put them onto that baking sheet, mm-hmm. space them apart a little bit because they will spread a little bit. So I'm going to take a fork now that we've got some out here, and I'm going to put them. I'm going to poke them with holes, kind of like a graham cracker cookie, right? Yep. So yeah. that I'm going to graham cracker cookie. Is that right? It'll kind of like a graham cracker. So you can poke them randomly with holes. You can poke them in a nice no, diagonal. I like them in an orderly um, line. Here we go back to the bowel movements. <laughs> no so, random poking. So, um, yeah, that's morality <laughs> right there. No random poking. So um, you, you make these little pokes across. And why is that? Um, that allows steam to come to escape from them so they don't sort of puff up. Um, it's also beautiful. It gives them a, a really great look. Um, and lets them cook evenly. So we're going to do that with both trays. We're going to pop them in the oven. They're going to bake for 15 minutes so they're lightly browned. And then we're going to have to let them cool to crispen up before we can try them. And are they, they're going to... Are they? They're going to harden up as they cool. As right? they cool, yeah, they're going to still be a little soft when they come off the baking sheets. But as they cool, they will get beautifully crunchy. And how long do you think that'll take when they come off the baking sheet and get onto the wire rack? It's about an hour before they're at their full crunchiness. Okay, and you say we need wine or coffee or we're gonna pour some wine and we're gonna pour some coffee. Yeah, all right then. All right, let's see what happens. Okay, so we're back, and we've been away for a while, and Bruce is knocking cookies together. And that's how hard they are. They are, they're, they're really crunchy, but I like it. Mm. Okay, these are amazing. You have to have strong teeth for this. Well, and you have to make sure they're not in the glass. Yeah, <laughs> that you're not sleeping with your teeth in the glass and taking them out to go out to the store during the So these cookies taste like halva. You have to like halva. So that's mm, the first caveat. I love halva. I don't know anybody that doesn't love halva. Mm, All right, sure. I'm not even dipping these. They're really good. I could chew them. No, but I think that these are excellent. I tried them the other night when I got home from Denver. And I tried out. them in uh, red wine, and they were crazy good dipped in red well, wine. Dipping in coffee. It's good in coffee. Yeah, and I can imagine them in milk, too. Um, mm. But I just want to say that at the end of dinner, I had a little red wine in my glass, and dipping them in there was crazy. They have a savory edge because they're they're a halva. I know it's crazy; they're super sweet. Well, but there's, yeah. There's a kind of savory edge to it. It's all that sesame. Sesame kind of brings everything back to uh, savory. Hmm. I'm still eating. How long do you think these things will store? A um, couple weeks, and you could probably put them in the freezer too. Yeah. No, you couldn't probably put them in the freezer. You can put these in the freezer. In fact, I think you can probably use them as doorstops there, um, <laughs> or as uh, tire brakes for your car on the on a hill. Wow, they're these are great. They are delicious, and I can't. 
imagine an easier cookie and it, a better fall treat with poached pears, Yum, with a little poached ice pears. cream, with a little apple compote, Yum. Um, any of that, even applesauce, would be a banging good accompaniment to these to these cookies. To hear us cook through more recipes and to talk about appliances on Fridays, maybe check out Cooking with Bruce and Mark every Friday. And to hear us debunk culinary myths, we're still doing that because, boy, there's still a lot of math that Bruce is still eating cookies. Um, then check us out on Tuesdays. We have short episodes of this podcast. And while you're checking us out, would you please, 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 please rate us? No, yeah, give us five stars. Yeah, well, don't give it with your mouth full like Bruce did. <laughs> but give us five stars. <laughs> give us four stars. Give us three stars. Give us one star and hate us. I don't care. Just please React. Interact. rate us. We want to be rated. Rate me. I'm good. I swear I'm good. All right, enough begging. Um, so listen in, and we'll see you next Friday.